It's kind of like those little, the fish that first sprouted legs and are like walking on land and they're mm -hmm. like still kind of gross and awkward, but you give it a couple generations and we're going to be dinosaurs. Wait, that's a bad thing. We're going to be humans. Cheetos? Some sort of cool animal. Hello and welcome to Death to the Corporate Video, a podcast with tools and advice for how to make B2B video ads your prospects actually want to watch. I'm Hope Morley. I'm Guy Bauer. We are recording this show. It is mid-July, so we're just over halfway through the year. And Guy and I were talking and we've identified some trends that we've been seeing in B2B video ads throughout the beginning of 2022. So we wanted to share some of these ads or share some of these trends Talk a little bit about them. Talk about some things that we hope that people aren't continuing to do throughout the year. Talk about some things that we're seeing, which might give you some ideas for ads that you might want to make. Good trends, bad trends, a whole load of trends. A whole load is five in technical terms. Five. That's all we yeah. could come up with. So our top five B2B marketing trends for 2022. So number one, the top trend that we're seeing this year we're seeing this at conferences that we've been to, everyone who's talking about B2B right now. Not boring B2B is officially mainstream. And we think this is a good thing, but we've seen that there's no going back. This is the way of the future for any B2B marketers and B2B advertising. Yeah, I think people have, right, it, the, on the bell curve, we're right in the middle, consensus. People are agreeing, yes, mass adoption that... B2B has a boring problem and companies are going to fix it. It's consensus that B2B stuff should not be boring. As our friend Paul Cash says, it's not speeds and feeds anymore, which I had to look up, actually. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> so, like, What does it mean for people listening? It has to do with, like, machinery. So, like, the speed of the machinery and the kinds of feeds it can take, like, the inputs... It's a way of saying like feature and benefits, but yes. just for manufacturing. Correct. Exactly. Basically. So, uh, yeah, it's less about speeds and feeds. People are now saying, yes, we need to make stuff that has the root that is entertainment, which we've been saying for a few years now. Mm -hmm. We were the early adopters or the, we didn't adopt it. This is all because of us, right, Hope? Yeah, we started this trend. This podcast. Yeah, you can trace it back. I was, I was listening to Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, and they were, they were trying to take credit for Rick Rolling. Did they I do that they, early on? Well, I think they had a Rick Astley song. They had that Rick Astley song in one of their episodes, but, I, uh -oh. but it wasn't used in Rick Rolling. I think it was a yeah. joke, you know. But anyway, consensus is now you should not be making boring B2B marketing. B2B needs to be interesting. And I think... Part of the official acknowledgement that B2B is not boring and that it needs to be great is that now B2B is part of CAN. So it's this like industry acknowledgement as well of that there's, we're setting the expectation and the bar is being set for we're going to be competing with the big boys in the B2C world to some extent. It's its own category, but you know, CAN is for advertising in general. Now there's a B2B category. If you really want to get noticed, you got to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think B2B is not yet cool. It is still boring, but I think everyone <laughs> has agreed that their marketing should not be boring. It should be cool. Yeah. It's kind of like those little, the fish that first sprouted legs and are like walking on land and they're mm -hmm. like still kind of gross and awkward, but you give it a couple generations and we're going to be dinosaurs. Wait, that's a bad thing. We're going to be humans. 
Cheetos? Primordial ooze. Yes. Some sort of cool animal. Yeah. <laughs> All What's right, trend, next, Hope? Trend number two. Trend number two is that we are seeing more B2B brands using celebrity in their advertising. Uh, celebrities have been a huge part of advertising since, I mean, I'm no advertising expert, but this goes way back in terms of spokespeople and celebrity use. But this year, we're seeing a lot of B2B brands starting to use it. Off the top of my head, HubSpot used Catherine Hahn in their pirate campaign. Will Arnett was in a campaign for Commerce Tools, which is another SaaS product. I mean, Zendaya did Squarespace, which is kind of a B2B, B2C crossover in their Super Bowl ad. I'm sure there's other examples that I can't think of off the top of my head. Clive um, Bowen and SAP. Mm-hmm. I think that was like one of the first real heavy B2B brands using a celeb. Or what's his face in the Wolf ads? What's yeah, the um, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. I think so. I was going to say Christian Bale and I knew that was wrong. Christian Slater. So it go, there's roots back a couple of years, but this year we're really seeing a lot more of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you think about if you're using a celebrity, the message itself has to be simpler, right? A celebrity is not going to go up there and read a script like today in today's environment, cybersecurity and organizations featuring cross-functional platforms need to engage in a, you know what I mean? Like they're not going to say that, uh, the celebrity <laughs> has to be, it has to be simplified for them in order to be, you know, I'm sure I guess they would say anything for a price, but you know, it, there's a function of like, if you're going to use a celebrity, the message has to be simple. And so that's cool. That's a prerequisite that if you look at any of these celebrity ads, Will Arnett, if you go back to Clive, Clive Owen SAP is one of my favorite spots. So simple, so clever. And, and he does it so perfectly. You know, if you, the copy has to beget that celebrity. So by default, it has to be simple. And so that's a real acknowledgement of it B2B just getting simplified instead of these long, you know, basic video white papers or boring explainers. And if you're using a celebrity like Will Arnett or Catherine Hahn, these like great comedy actors, it's also, it's not just that they need good copy, but you have to write them a character, right? Like Will Arnett, I mean, he's right. always kind of himself, but like, yeah, you're, <laughs> but you're still writing a character, right? You have to write a story <laughs> to be using him successfully. So that it also pushes you to like get some levity in there, get a story, write a character. It's all these things that we've been seeing in B2C advertising for years and years now. But it's it forces you to kind of think that way and think story, think character. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. The Katherine Hahn stuff is pretty golden. She's so good. I would watch her tell me about today's economy and cybersecurity. Yeah. If she just wanted to read that to me, I would just sit and be like, oh, you're so lovely. She but- could probably actually make that funny, just reading a boring, dry corporate video. But Catherine Hahn, actually, that would be kind of interesting. Catherine Hahn, if you're listening, give us a call. We've got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like it. Okay. So number one is consensus is B2B should not be boring. Two, celebrities that's another trend we're seeing what's our third trend though our third trend is a focus on brand building in b2b so this is an acknowledgement that brand and brand building needs to be an important part of your marketing mix i think that 
the past five, 10 years, there's been a lot of focus on the ABM and the demand gen side of B2B. And that's so important. Like you, you can't just do brand building, but there was kind of an over indexing of ABM and demand gen. And now there's an acknowledgement that we need to go beyond that and do the brand building work. This is, you know, related to the less boring, but it's all about it, balancing your portfolio of marketing activities that you need to have this balance of ABM, demand, lead gen, brand, it all works together holistically. Yeah, the B2B Institute folks did a whole report. I thought it was great. It's called B2B Trends for 2030. I think it's called something like that. If you go to just Google B2B. I think it's B2B. contrarian trends. Contrarian just... trends, yeah. If you I'll go to B2B it. Institute, we'll link to it. But what they say is, yeah, is uh, activation has been the theme for the past decade, lead gen, ABM, demand gen, all that stuff, hyper-focusing, all that kind of jazz, and the branding has been ignored. So their whole thing is is you have to do 50-50, 50% branding, 50% activation. It's just, I think, a renewed focus. And it could be a new focus, you know, that, mm -hmm. yes, your B2B brand needs to actually have a voice and a brand and and yeah that's not going to lead to sales now it's not going to lead to sales in the next six months it may not even lead to sales in the next year it's all about long-term success and like you know memorability outside of people who are just in market mm -hmm. so yeah that's the trend we're seeing is a renewed robustness around brand yeah it's a lot of what people are talking about and you know it's it makes me a little bit nervous whenever you see this excitement like this that, you know, you don't want people to now over-index on brand yeah, and ignore the activation piece, suddenly decide in three years that brand doesn't doesn't work, quote-unquote, because they weren't using it as part of a broader strategy. Right. And then it's all going to swing back. You know, it's for individual companies and individual marketers, it's, it's finding that balance that works for your company of making sure that you're doing a little bit of both or everything. Yeah, the B2B Institute people, I think, I'm pretty sure they, it's somewhere around 50-50 or maybe 55% brand, 45% activation. But I think that's close enough to just, you know, 50% of your activities, your budget should be brand. 50% of your budget and activities should be activation. If you have that kind of balance, you're in good shape because the brand will build, the brand is all about future, is all about the 95% of the audience who are not in market. They're out of market, but maybe in market one day. And if you can speak to those out of market people now, two years from now, when you do run your activation campaign, that audience will not be completely cold. They'll remember that you've, you've built equity with them over the past two years they're more likely to convert and your activation campaigns become more efficient, more valuable, more effective if you've done all that pre-work branding. So it's this idea mm -hmm. of having that balanced approach, branding, activation, it kind of just builds value. And, you know, it's like that flywheel thing. The flywheel spins and mm -hmm. you drive future value through growth initiative, <laughs> uncovering value. Through driving unlocking results, value. unlocking, yeah, yeah, you gotta unlocking unlock value. value through a driving results. Results. What are they? Where can I get them? And why are they locked up? <laughs> yeah, 
with... Who's locking up all this value? I want to... <laughs> if it's just... unlocked, it means someone made, like, a decision to lock it up. Lock the value. Who, who did that? Up the value? And fire them. Just fire those people. <laughs> just fire the person locking... who locked up the value. That's right. I, you know what's funny is, see, this is this problem with America. We don't treat the underlying cause. We just treat the symptoms. <laughs> Here's the key to marketing. Fire the people who are locking the value. <laughs> Boom. Problem solved. We're out of business today. You don't need us anymore. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. Just, I'm sure just like two people. <laughs> okay. I'm lucky. Okay, all right. What else can we all do right. to drive Tread- listeners away from this show? Hope <laughs> our plan is almost complete. Yes. Well, let's just talk about trend number four and see if we can keep them for a little bit. Okay. Trend number four that we're seeing is the end of the one size fits all video. In B2B over the past decade, we've seen video as a tactic. Many, many companies would make one video. So they would do an animated explainer or they would do a corporate about us mini documentary. Mm-hmm. And that was all they would do around video or video ads. What we're seeing is a moving away from that and an acknowledgement that you need to have a robust strategy behind your video and your video ad. Robust. Yes. Like a fine red wine. You need to have a complete funnel of video and ad content. So this is connecting to the brand work that you need to have higher level brand-based videos, content, and then going down your funnel or your buyer's journey, whatever type of metaphor that you like to use, you can get, you still can use those animated explainers. You can still have those product demos, but it's really about having a full balance and thinking about your full buyer's journey. And then also your your user journey once they're a customer of how you can support them with with video. Yeah, I mean, and this is just a function of the medium of video fully maturing and, you know, people figuring out how to do it. So this is video specific. Uh, I guess the title of this podcast is ads. But but I think what it was is like over the past, you know, 10 years ago, having a video was unique. And so why would you make 10 to fill your funnel with? It was like it was almost like experimentation. Like, well, let's roll the dice. Let's get one of these videos on our site one of those let's get one of those video things yeah and and people would rightly so (laughs) make one and they would try to make it say as much as possible because why would you over invest in this well i think the power of video it you know has proved itself there's also a million vendors the market is mature so Mm -hmm. the the one size fits all corporate explainer is is dead so that's the trend we're seeing and we're seeing companies do that they're they're starting to split up and divide and make a journey with their video content and that's when you're talking about video ads specifically those explainers corporate about us things that were really popular a a decade ago five years ago those don't work well as ads and i think that that's what some people saw and i still see some companies running those as as ads and they're just not going to be super effective in general so it's actually making ads (laughs) yeah and you can still have those explainers like they still have a purpose especially if you've got a software product or something that needs people want to see the functionality or people want to see how it works there's still a role for those but in terms of that top of funnel ad awareness ad generating piece you really want something that's more of a traditional 
at, and maybe you use a celebrity. And you don't make it boring, and you focus on your brand rather and than you uh, selling. Mm -hmm. They all tie together. Mm -hmm. All right, bring us home. What's the fifth trend? The fifth trend, and this is specifically something that we're seeing as kind of a creative concept that's repeating itself over and over and over again in a lot of oh, yeah. B2B ads, is this trend of using history and historical references to try to sell products that are in new. They're mostly used for like Web 3.0 or like Industry 4.0 products. So it's like NFTs and crypto and blockchain and AI, these kind of products that are hard to explain and are part of what the people who are making them see it as like a revolution in how we're going to work and how we're going to interact with computers. And it's really hard to sell that to people. So they're trying to use this metaphor of getting left behind. Listeners might remember the uh, the Larry David crypto commercial from the Super Bowl is an example of this. We have what are some of the other ones, Guy? So there was the oh, you were mentioning the Jason Bateman electric car one. That's a B2C. There's a company called Evonik who's using history to position the product. You saw Matt Damon with the crypto.com. Uh, Wealth Simple used cave people. Uh, ClickUp has a cave people one. We're guilty of this. Our NVIDIA spot uses historical we do things. Have, and the, yeah. Yeah. The whole We've idea also is that. Done this. <laughs> yeah. The whole idea is to, instead of selling trying to explain what the thing is because it's quite difficult to explain you're showing these major advances cave people see, inventing fire inventing the wheel discovering electricity the car the first computer and then insert your product here and you're, what you're trying to say is like you don't want to miss out on this don't be like one of those people that that thought that poo pooed the car or whatever. And that was mm -hmm. the Larry David. I mean, all of these ads, all of these ads are the same exact play. And there's even a Roku ad. It goes on and on and on. I mean, it's, it's, it's all over the place. So I would say officially, this is one of the trends. I would say the first four trends you can hop on. They're good. This trend I would say has run its course. Mm -hmm. We're personally, I'm not going to be recommending creative that uses the the whole looking back in history device anymore. Yeah, I think now like it's pretty much consensus and it's going to be hard to differentiate your brand. This is how it happens is like, like something is actually good. It's a good device. It is a good it idea. Abused. It's a good device. Yeah. <laughs> the problem you're going to run into if you use it is that people won't remember who we were because you're like, oh, who was the one who used the cavemen? Like we were just able to name three brands that use cavemen recently in their ads. Right. So. If you want to be memorable and the whole point of doing these ads is that you want people to remember your brand, if you're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, no one's going to be able to remember which brand did what. Yeah. I would say also, especially with an online audience and a younger audience, the crypto.com Matt Damon ad fortune favors the brave is now a joke because of crypto collapsing. South Park um, just made fun of it. So that's like, a yeah. you know, you're officially, officially dead. And that, that whole device was him walking through historical things, you know, Sir Edmund Hillary and, you know, yeah, it, it, was, it was all. There was the stuff. Wright brothers. It was right. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's for another reason I would say steer clear. A, it's been done. It's been done very well. I would actually say out of all of them, well, probably the Larry David one is the best. I, I do the, love the Larry, Larry David. Yeah. The Jason Bateman one's great. I mean, they're all like, I, I like the NVIDIA one that we did. But yeah, it's done. Move on. Move along. These are not the concepts you're looking for. <laughs> if you need help coming up with better concepts for your B2B ads, Guy, do you know somebody who's good at that? Well, this being a uh, totally altruistic show with no ulterior motive, I can say umalt.com does actually make creative concepts for B2B video as they specialize in uh, creative that drives results and unlocks value from those pesky people trying to lock up the value on you. Yeah, so, that's what umalt. we really do. We go into yeah. your company, we find who locked up the value. Slap them on the wrist. We go, what do you do here? <laughs> Slap them around a little bit. Uh, we don't condone yeah. violence. No, we don't. But we do condone what? finding the people who My gosh. lock up value yeah. in your company <laughs> and getting rid of them. But yeah, Umalt, we do that. That's what we do. Um, Hope, where can people like find out about us? And are you happy that people watch or listen to this show? I am. I would like to thank you for listening to the show today. If you have any thoughts on what we've said in the show today or there's any other B2B trends that you've seen in your advertising yeah. this year, we'd love to hear them. You can find us at our website at umalt.com. That's U-M-A-U-L-T.com. Or you can find us across all the social media channels at Umalt. Oh, also, I think a few episodes back, we were going to send you a tote bag if you called our number. We have yet to get a phone call. Yes. So the phone lines, maybe maybe people didn't hear that the phone lines were open, but they're open. And the number is 312-265-0932. All you have to do is call that number and do, what do you have to say? Ask for Hope or Guy and yeah. tell us that you are a loyal lis listener of Death to the Corporate Video and we will send you an Umalt tote bag. Okay, it's the first person. The, the first, first caller. Person. First mm -hmm. caller. And uh, the, the phrase that pays is, <laughs> hi, I'm a listener. Okay. That's the you don't even have pays. to be a big fan. You don't have to say you're a big fan. You can just say that you're a listener. We'll send you a tote bag. Listen, you know, New Jersey just outlawed plastic bags. So if you're in the state of New Jersey, this is helpful for you. You can get We're a free We're just trying Umalt to tote. help you with your groceries. Yeah. So keep it in you your go. car. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a great week. Bye. It looked like you were like sniffing your breath, like it was some sort of in-person interview. Like it's virtual. You're supposed to lick your hand and then smell yeah. it. That's how you, that's your real breath. Or it's just someone's trying to make you look like a cat. Yeah.